you're listening to The Hired Swords, a very irregular D&D podcast, and I'm not talking about your bowels. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Hired Swords. I'm your dungeon master, Michael, and I've got with me some of my very closest friends. Derek is Davin. Hey, what's going on? What's up? Hey, everybody. Yeah, he's such a cool guy. I got I'm Ash cool. with me. She's Gwendolyn. I'm cool. She's all Hi. right. <laughs> <laughs> like even <laughs> your facial expressions were like really nerdy when you said that somehow. I'm cool. I'm cool. Uh, Mikey's here and he plays Joxer. Hey. Nice. Oh, Blaze, channeling. the best for last. You don't Blaze. Know me. He's sovereign and baroque. Don't act like you know me. I don't know know you. I've only known you my whole life. We only bathed together. Okay, so uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. Not that don't, kind of podcast. Look, what we do over the Christmas holidays is <laughs> nobody's business. It's strictly up to us and no one else. Thank you. Well, we're yeah. all dead now. We're all dying. Got myself. I died. Okay, should I start over? <laughs> No, <laughs> it's uh, oh, it's committed. No. We're we're done. We're in it. We're in it now. Yeah. I haven't even heard a. <laughs> we're in I haven't it, even but heard I don't a, know if we're um, winning it. I haven't even heard the edit this sound yet. So we'll see. Uh, but I think I got everybody. Yeah, we are uh, playing Dungeons and Dragons. That's what we're here for. And uh, we left off after a long descent into a a hole in the ground that was used for strip mining gemstones by these gemstone mining elves. Yeah, that's right. Elves that mine things. It's my D&D world. They can mine if they want to. And they, um, uh, the, the party during ver- with various ways, different degrees of difficulty made their way all the way to the bottom of this thing and decided that this doorway <clears throat> that was down here, this, this gemstone doorway kind of carved into the wall of this cavern was something that they really were interested in, especially Davin and Gwendolyn, as they kind of left the group behind and went after to see what this thing was. Meanwhile, above them all this time, these glowing eyes are there, staring down this billowing mist. And after some difficulty trying to get uh, Davin and Gwendolyn to stop pursuing this doorway, and uh, some spells were cast to try to trick them or stop them, and some conversations were had to try to under, help each other understand, hey, we've got to talk about things before we just jump out and do them. After all of that, suddenly this voice appears in everyone's minds and this figure appears stepping out of the mist, this giant being with horns on top of his head and this armor and cloak that drags down to the floor. And he speaks this strange guttural language and calls out to them and that is where we left the last episode we start at the top of the first round of combat in this episode and it is this creature's turn as he starts his turn with cold shadow he puts his hands on the ground or points his hands towards the ground his long arms stretching downward his long nails pointing to the ground and as he does his he slides his hands upward, lifting them. And as he does that, the mist and everything begins to coalesce and form beneath him and crawl out from underneath him and and just slide and crawl towards Gwendolyn, Davin, and Joxer in a 60-foot cone in front of him and just, just go out in front of him. And it is it is dark black, and you can feel it ice cold to the touch as everyone makes a constitution saving throw except for Kriggs. He's far hey. enough. He's, he's 70 feet away. This feels a bit rigged. Is it because you guys had a bath together? And now <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get hit, but we do? Does my, Interesting. Yep. Does my just have to roll? Because it kind of just plucked. Now you all um, know what it takes. Eight, uh, so 18 plus one, uh, a constitution? Yes. Alright, so that's a 22. 23. I nice. got a plus six, so that gave me 14. Whoa. 14? Okay. Kriggs? I didn't have to. That's right. I, had to. Yep. I just wanted you to get to say it again. You're welcome. Whoa. And so, so 
the success is everybody but me. Everybody except for Davin. So I'm going to roll the damage here. Uh, the damage total is 40. Davin, you take 40 damage. 4d4? 40. 4 zero. zero. 15d6 on this. That's that, that's a damage. Jesus and, Christ. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Joxer and Gwen, you take half that. You take 20 damage. Oh, wait. I'm resistant to cold. So I take half. It my... is cold damage. I'm also resistant to cold. Wow, you're resistant? Yeah, okay. because of the boots, so, I think it was. So, Ash, are you really? No. <laughs> I was going to say, why would she? Would Gwendolyn be resistant to cold damage? <laughs> because she Oh, was... man. You, you could have had me. I trust you people way too much. And uh, Joxer and The thing's and Ash, already dead. <laughs> you, t- you two take half. Uh, the th- oh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, and... Uh, Davin, you also you take half that damage, I guess. The boots correct? of the Winterland, yeah. But oh yeah, that's right. But you, you wait, this came in handy. Yeah. But you actually do, however, still have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws till the end of your next turn. Okay. Got disadvantage it. till the end of your next turn because of the coldness. Uh, it it you don't take as much damage, but it's still super chilly. That like in your bones kind of cold. Burn. And so he's going to do that, and then uh, he has to do one more roll as he stands there looking around, trying to fig- trying to assess the situation. And, yep, he stands in front of you all, hands out still from casting that shadow spell on you, and you kind of see the shadow, uh, the, the, sh- the, the mist and, and fog kind of, as it passes across him, he kind of fades into it and out of it, like he can become it or 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 can dissolve into it. But he still stays there as you got as his turn ends, and we now go to Joxer. All righty then. Um, I have a thing, but I don't think it's useful right now. So I will probably uh try to. Is there enough space to kind of like move? the opposite like behind him ish no he is right in that cavern entrance there blocking the whole thing um what about like so avoid cone ish so like if i got beside him like at an angle of some sort oh like right in there yeah 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 you could probably get right up next to him to one of his sides there and that way i don't know that that would still be pretty in front of him so it's it's really like to at least avoid cone yeah. going direct like dead center yeah some okay. sort okay um all right so you think you think you might be safe there based on what you saw from the last uh yeah i'm sure there's other abilities and i'm more up close anyway so i think i will you know before i move i'm going to cast a spell from this distance so i'm gonna i'm gonna do sickening radiance okay a little bit of shadow I want to do so um, concentration uh, dim greenish light spreads in a 30 foot radius sphere centered on a point that I choose and then so I cast it when a creature moves into the spells area for the first time on its turn the creature must succeed on constitution saving throw so it looks like I'm just putting a bubble down Okay. Foot. What does 30 foot look? 30 feet. That's like that. Okay. So casting it. it just up just up past him above the, up onto the wall there where it won't get any of your friends, but at the edge of it will catch him. Got it. Yeah. Then I will move my... Did you say it's a constitution save? Yeah. So I had to keep uh, my concentration up um, and it's going to be a con save of 14. Okay. Um, when it moves into and whenever it starts its turn, uh, this light makes its impo- uh, makes it impossible for the creature to benefit from being invisible. Uh, the light and any levels of exhaustion caused by the spell go away at the when the spell ends. Okay, he rolled he rolled a thirteen. Oh well, four uh, d ten radiant damage. Oof. Ten. Three, eight, so eleven. 
10, so 21, 27 radiant damage. Okay. 27 radiant damage as this sickening light emerges from above him in the cavern and engulfs him. And uh, he he winces and just looks down at you all with disdain and frustration. And he's he doesn't like you guys. He don't like you. I'm not a fan of him either. Okay, well that's fair. Yeah. Um, then I will just move a little closer, and I will end my turn. All right. If that's the end of your turn, Joxer, we go to Davin now. Uh, I'm gonna move away. I don't like being this close to him. Um, okay, okay. So I'm gonna move away from the door and head like about halfway down the steps, I think, because um, Craig's is at the bottom of the steps. Yes, he's yeah, he's down in about. 15 feet down past the steps beneath him. Okay. So um, I'm going to get within 30 feet of him down the steps so I can see him. Okay. And I'm going to like take my hand and whip into a circle and you kind of see like this green clock appear and then I kind of throw it uh, his direction and I'm going to cast haste on Kriggs. Oh, okay. Kriggs, we need you up this way. So haste as a reminder because it's been a while. Um, Yeah. Until the spell ends, the target's speed is doubled. It gains plus two to AC. It has advantage on dexterity saving throws, and it gains an additional action on each of its turns. The action can be used only to take an action, like one weapon attack, or dash, disengage, hide, or use an up. Um, Perfect. So you got all of that stuff, and that's pretty much all I can do right now. And I'm going to whimper a little bit in my freezing this. Okay. All right. You run down the stairs cast that on him and that brings us to spell slots Ooh, spell slots is going to do a nice little tap on my shoulder um, great and uh cast uh haste as well okay on me <laughs> copycat uh and it's not mage armor it's haste yep yep <laughs> Um, and then kind of tuck itself into my, I guess, Your hood? cloak. Yeah, my yeah, hood. Yeah, cloak? Cool. Sounds good. Is that it? That's it. Then we go yep. to Gwendolyn. Hi. Hello. Hello. Um, is this guy misty? Oh, yes. Or is he look Very much billowing solid? and stretching. No, it's okay. billowing and stretching. There's just no more eyes in it. I think that, um, kind of sucks. I know for sure that I'm gonna put down Spirit Totem. Okay. Yes. I, uh, I'm gonna put more circles on the map, please. Yeah. <laughs> more circles. Let's keep adding him circles. By the time every one of our fights are done, it always looks like a Venn diagram. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> it's funny. And true. Uh, how do we feel about advantage on ability checks? Oh no, we don't want that. God, it, it, I just always use. I'm just gonna use the bear spirit. Hey, if it ain't broke. True. Give us some right. help. I, I reach up and I just snap my finger. Bear totem is going on the edge of the cliff where the stairs are. Okay. Dot. Got it. And then. And um, what's the uh, the radius? Bear totem. The totem of the eagle riding bear. A thirty foot radius. So, Great. Thank you. Um, and since I'm doing that. Beginning at 10th level, your spirit token safeguards the beasts and fey that you call forth with your magic. Yes. That's not it, is it? Um, so I will be using that because okay. I'm going to conjure elementals to oh. the fight. And we are going to do fire. 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 Is it elementals or like mephits or whatever? It says elemental. Elemental servant. Yeah, minor elementals. Uh, challenge rating two or lower. Let's see how many you can do one two four or eight depending on the challenge level yeah uh let's do let's do snakes i haven't done them cool 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 i say some elvish words as one appear two appear one on each side of me and okay. they're gonna start slithering towards the misty creek and while they're in my bear totem because i am also a mighty summoner will have more be protected by okay will you roll initiative for them please how's a third it's a number <laughs> do you want them each to have their own number 
Nope, it's supposed to be as a group, I think. Yeah. Okay. So cool. that'd be great. Perfect. Right. So you've got them. They'll actually go right after you with your four. So if you're done with your turn, you can now use them. Uh, yeah, one is named Nancy and is Chris. <laughs> Sounds so. good. Did you say Chris or Crisp? Chris. K-R-I-S-S? Yeah. S. That's after I, yes, of course. I-N-G in a tree? Nancy had adoptive parents, so she didn't grow up with snake parents, so they just gave oh. her... Is it Nancy? No, just Nancy. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> She's like, no, that's That's weird. the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, so we're just kicking him out of the group right now? Like, that's how we're doing this? Totally shamed. What will they do now? So these fire snakes? Yes. <laughs> we're going to do... Okay, so wait. If they go into this ring of lightning, they will die? Of light. It's, it does radiant damage. I think it yes. triggers when you trigger it again, right, Joxer? When when they enter, it, it triggers. When you start, so it already hold triggered. On. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me read it one more time just to make sure. Because uh, one is I... in and one is out. Correct. One is out. All right. So this but if it's is... when they start their turn, they didn't start their turn there. All right. So sickening radiance. Sickening radiance. 30 feet, yeah. When a creature moves into the spell's area on the first time on a turn or starts its turn there. So four. So it does take damage, the one Nancy does. Oh, Nancy. How much damage? Do you roll again, or is it what it did before? Uh, it, I will roll every time. So it, Got it. it. Uh, they have to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, okay. 14. <laughs> It's a plus zero, Ash. (laughs) Yeah, it's plus zero. (laughs) Um, I'll roll my two, three. One. One, okay. Four, (sighs) three. Fourteen. Fourteen damage. That is true. Nancy is not dead. Nancy's bloody not dead. Very damaged, but not dead. Because... And Chris is not in the light currently, so... What are they going to do then? Uh, I'll say that like my intention on the, the the bubble was to avoid you know melee being for me at least not being uh, damaging. But yeah. No, he's just still mad at Gwen. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't so hurt Nancy's... her. So he'll hurt her pets. Nancy's gonna go into his little smoke bottom. Okay. And would you say that, that that's words. touching? I know. Yeah. Would you say that they're touching? Okay. Yes. Then we're going to do heated body. Okay. A creature that touches a snake or hits it with melee attack while within five feet of it takes three 1d6 fire damage. Takes 1d6 fire damage. Got it. No, three. 3d6. Three 3d6 <laughs> fire damage. Average of three. Let me pull out my bag of magic dice. Oh, 1d6. Average of three. 1d6. Got it. I see it. I see it. Uh, yeah. Sorry. With the program. I was confused. I need somebody to explain it to me. Hang on, I'm getting all my, my dice out. All right, Nancy. Let's go for the win. Oh, I have to do a hit, don't I? No, not with the heated body. It's just when <gasps> it's touched. Oh, Nancy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Six plus four equals ten plus five, fifteen. <laughs> But it's a 1d6 roll. Oh. Like <laughs> you can take, ah! the, you can take the six, though. Okay, the I'll high take one. the six. I'll give you, yeah, I'm just going to sure. go with it. For sure. Okay, so what does it mean by three, then? That's the average. Like, an average of th- Some people play where they just, like, oh, always okay. do the it's average like, damage or something. You can't find your dice. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, 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 okay. Play without dice, yeah. It's okay. Nancy's not that strong. I just lost the dice. Listen, children, we never play without dice. Yeah. Um, so to note, uh, Nancy and also um, our our big bad has a point of exhaustion and are emitting five feet of dim light. Okay. <laughs> Okie dokie. So that was six damage. What is Chris doing? Uh, Chris is going to slither up on the other side in front, kind of on the other side of Joxer here. So he's going to slither in front, probably giving jocks are a little um, warmth in this cold dark cave. Got it. And he's also going to do heated body. 
Okay, that's going to put him in that light. Do you want Chris to get that damage? Yeah, I guess. Because he has to literally be in there touching the monster like that. So, <clears throat> okay. Then roll the damage for the light as this creature now enters it for the first time. Six. One. <sighs> nine. Nineteen. Oh, man, that's close. Not quite, though. It's cool. It's cool. They're just going to do a little bit of damage, and then they're going to die. Um, <laughs> uh, what was the total? Minus what? Uh, total was 19. Yeah. Uh, well, 19. did they do a constitution saving throw? Oh, they did not. I apologize. Wow. Forgot about that. Okay, how's a four? That's a fail. You can do one for the other one now. So that the other one did. It was oh, one. Oh, oh. oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was thinking both of them right now. Sorry about that. Okay. Are you done with Chris or what? No, Chris has an action or something. Chris was going to do the heated body. So. All right. So roll two. that d6. One d6. Okay. Two damage to Mister. Oh, we can do the three if you want. Mister McNasty here. Sounds good. All right. Is that your whole turn? Or their whole turn, I guess. Because that takes us to Kriegs. Yes. All right. So I am how far away from this dude? I have haste now, so I should have double movement, I believe. You do. Um, you are currently a distance away from this guy. That is 50 feet up the stairs, 25 feet to him. So a total of 75 feet to get there. Okay. Um, two questions. One that uh -huh. I forget. Shields themselves or armor... They don't specifically require, like, uh, expertise to use them. I know armor does, but, like, shields or weapons, you can use one, even if it doesn't necessarily have expertise. Um, I think you have to have the ability to use a shield, I think. Right? I think anybody can use a shield. Equipment. Yeah, maybe anybody can. Yeah, I feel like there might be a like an additional proficiency for like medium armor or something, but I, I think yeah. shield is open for everybody. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, it's no problem. Okay. Um, I am going to start, I guess, hauling butt up towards Mr. Daddy Cakes here. Okay. And in in doing so, I'm also going to, not an action. This shouldn't be an action. Come on, don't action this. I'm going to toss Davin my shield. Oh, no, you could do that for free as you run by. As I'm running, just so he has something to kind of, like, bolster okay. behind. Okay. Bolster um, his behind. Yep. So enjoy the two AC from that. Um, All right, and then and your speed is what, hasted? My 100? speed he is... Doubles. I don't know, 60? 50 total. Okay, so you get, get to the top of the stairs. Just at the top of the stairs? Yeah. How far am I away from Daddy Cakes? You are currently, I think it's 25 feet. Yep. You can also okay. use your extra action 20 to dash. Feet. It's actually 20 feet. Or you can dash, which takes away your action if you want to get right on him. But haste gives you an extra action, so you still get your regular one. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. What is his situation? Um, armor, whatnot. Like, what is he... He's wearing armor, for sure, wearing armor. His head is looks like it's this mostly these horns, like the like probably would give him the same benefits as a helmet, possibly. And he's obviously a very large, strong looking being. What kind of armor is he wearing? Heavy it's armor? Just this dark black heavy armor, yeah, that kinda comes up and spikes around his neck and off his shoulders. Oh crazy. Curious? Big big metal thing? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I mean, cast I don't know. Heat metal. You, you don't know for sure if it's metal looking at it, but it's armor of some kind. Uh, well, I am going to try my best to cast heat metal if he's got metal on him. Okay. You cast uh, heat metal? Does do you have to you don't have to do anything other than cast it, right? And roll damage nope. if it. I just have to select an object that he's wearing and he has to succeed a constitution shaving throw or drop the object. He, uh, it doesn't seem affected at all by it in any way. All right. Yeah. Wasted spell slot. Um, I still technically have one action from haste, and I'm kind of far away, right? Yes. 
you do have an action. You have 25 feet to get into melee, or as he's standing right at the one. entrance of this cave. You what? Uh, I said I really doofed up this one. Uh, well, you don't know till you try. I am going to cast Aura of Vitality on myself, uh, and as a bonus action, I'm going to... Davin is still within 30 feet of me. I'm going to... Uh, he's the only one without hit points. I'm doing uh, okay. Gwen I'm is not, lost. Not like points. a little baby. I'm going to heal Davin uh, yeah, for 2d6 hit points. Okay. Roll that. Do you want so to do just the to honors clear, or do you want me to? You do it. Your spell. So just to be clear about the uh, the heat metal thing, like, did it heat this metal? Does it seem like the metal got hotter and it's just he's not affected by it? It or seemed like it, there was work? maybe no metal involved. Okay. Uh, you got 10 HP back. I'll take it. And for for up to a minute each turn that I get, uh, I can do a bonus action to heal anyone within 30 feet. Cool. All right. Awesome. Is that your whole turn then? I suppose, unless I have more movement. Um, uh, you're, you, you did the action. I think you still have another action, right? Because of haste. Well, you did heat metal. It didn't action. work. And then the bonus action, or the second action was Aura Vitality. And then oh, I bonus action healed Devin. Okay. Thank you. So I guess I'm out of movement. Yes, you used all your movement because you used the double regular speed. And you, you have to use your action to... Uh, that'll be Dash. that'll be my turn for now. I'm gonna sit okay. there and take my hammer and kind of hold it out in front of me, hope like like it's a shield, but not at the same time, just ready for whatever. Yeah. All right. When when Davin got healed, you might have noticed that the snakes also got healed because I forgot to ask my guardian spirit. They get half my oh. your level and hit points. Cool. So. Cool. So I would like Craig's to believe that he healed them. <laughs> I, I feel super like proud that I was able to do three healings on just one cast like that. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Really is. Wow, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as Kriegs finishes casting that spell on Davin, um, the the mist starts to close in all around the room. It's like it starts to creep inward towards everybody and uh, it starts to get awfully close and uh, surrounding each of you uh, almost like it's specifically targeting where you are it's a, it's a weird feeling it doesn't seem to have any f- impact at the moment it's just closing in on you very obviously uh, as and then um, next you get we get back to our big friend here as he looks down at these two little flaming snakes and lifts lifts one of his feet up and looks at everyone else and he's looking around at you like what are these pests okay what are these things here bothering me and he lifts his hands up again and shoves them towards the ground and once again this uh, this mist this fog shoots out from under him uh, but first he takes damage from this light if you want to roll that I will. Uh, constitution saving throw for him at disadvantage. Got it. Uh, 24 radiant damage. And another point of exhaustion if he fails. Well, yeah, he rolled a 6, so he takes all the damage. So What's the damage? A, uh, 24 damage radiant. Okay. Uh, his movement speed is now halved. Okay. Uh, because of what? Exhaustion? Exhaustion. Two points of exhaustion. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be infected at all by the exhaustion. You don't see him seeming to waver at all from that. Um, but the billowing fog does come from out from under him and start to engulf you, uh, Joxer, as he points it in that direction. Um, kind of like this. 60-foot cone. Ah, there we go. So it's going to get Gwendolyn and Joxer. Uh, so each of... Oh. Save. That save is a constitution saving throw. Right. That is a s- oh, three, one, 16. 16. Gwen, constitution saving throw. What was it? Oh, nine. Sorry, a nine. I, I was unmuted. Sorry, I didn't hear you. A nine. Okay. <laughs> so two failures. So you both take. Wow. You both oh, take 45. Ooh. You take 45 
cold damage. Oh my gosh. Uh, can... No, and you have I, disadvantage on attack point? rolls and saving throws until the end of the next turn. Can I use disadvantage? Luck disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws until the end of the next turn. As okay. this this forms around you, and this black fog feels like ice and just wraps around, freezing your flesh on your body, freezing your clothes to you, making it hard to move, and making your muscles stiff and tight, and causing just pain and agony as this freezes your body. Um. All right, Ash. Did you adjust the hit points in roll twenty? Uh, I'm no. going to. Oh, you are. Okay, I'll let you do it then. Okay, cool. You did though, Joxer. I'm about to. I'm okay. trying to do the. Remember, you have 17 temporary hit points from oh. that bear circle. All right, that I did not we had. Know that, so <laughs> we will add. Had. <laughs> yeah. Um. So plus 14 back. All right. So, oh, it also got Chris Ugh. and Nancy. So they're both dead. No! No! <laughs> they're literally right underneath him. So that just Ugh. wrap, just turn that I, that fire into ice cubes. Hmm. Plus, I think they're vulnerable to cold, so it's like double damage. Yep. Yeah, they are. And then, no, that wasn't a roll. Okay. Wow. Then All that he, effort into making them. <laughs> then, he, yeah, I know. We looked so hard. We looked for so long to figure out what to be. So then he uh, he has to roll a d20. Why? Why does he have to roll a d20? And as he, as after he shoots that, his, he, you see his face kind of, he starts to like raise his hands up like he's going to strike at Joxer and his eyes go wide like he's like, oh no. And he starts to flicker as these, this uh, shadow and this fog comes up and wraps around him and begins to take him. And he suddenly all you see left are his eyes as he is is taken by the fog and is no longer visible to you. Seems awkward. Uh, what? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. That's his whole turn, and we are now at Joxer's turn. Every time, every time they just disappear on my turn. <laughs> this is this is a thing. This is a thing. Well, you gotta learn how to deal with invisible things. Well, he can't turn invisible. Like that's the thing. Like with my light, he's unable to. But apparently, this is not invisibility. He just left. His name is still there, Mister Daddy Cakes. He has to be there still. Well, he, he, <laughs> like <laughs> that's <laughs> it's uh, out of combat, guys. We're good. We're good. It's uh, it's fine. <laughs> Um, well, that is super unfortunate because now I get no benefits of anything with no one around. Why you got to do this on my turn? Um, sorry, it was just you happened to be after him. That's yeah. No, it's, I get it. I get it. It's, it's, I think it's, it's, it's my fault. Turns. It's fine. It's fine. Um, shoot. That is not. I don't know what to do. So in this scenario. We will, uh, if I just spent as an action, I can spend two key points to regain hit points. Number rolled plus your proficiency. So I guess I'm going to pseudo heal myself with an action, um, which that is a D8 plus proficiency. So we'll do that. So that I'm going to regain nine hit points. And shoot, I, they're, they're, I don't sense anything, right? It's all just nothing. Now it's just in it's the It's like eye. he was never there, except you definitely know this fog seems to be closing in on you guys. You've definitely noticed that. Uh, do, does it seem like any of it is somewhat avoided or like the the big ball of light that I created is not it, 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 avoiding it at all? Uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not going near that. It's definitely. A use going around the outside of that and kind of splitting before it gets too close. I guess with uh, an extra attack, I'm just g gonna swing my flame saber uh, or flame uh, rapier at the shadows above me. Okay. Uh, 16 plus numbers. What is it? Plus seven? No, plus eight. Uh, so 16, 24. To hit? Yeah. Okay. What's your damage? Oh. Uh, so nine, 
damage plus five fire damage. So 14 plus okay. uh, four. So never mind. 14, five fire and uh, 11 or yeah, nine, nine regular four, uh, five. Uh, Got it. Yeah. Nine regular five fire. Got it. All right. And then uh, is that your whole turn then? As you strike out and you hit this, the fire burns something and you see this like this some of this black mist like spark and and uh and crackle as it burns and the 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 fog near you kind of spins and and shimmers a little bit and then kind of reforms itself is that it yes that is essentially and i guess because i can't technically get out of any form of cone away from uh, Gwen, I'm going to use my full movement, um, which is going to be, what is that? You are hasted, so. Yeah, so 75 feet. Um, You're basically a moped. Uh, yeah, I should be able to get, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the opposite wall over here to the, the west side. Got it. Okay. In hopes of avoiding literally someone from being hit with me yeah That's, okay sounds good i'm done all right so joxer strikes out at the fog and seems to have some sort of effect and then he turns and runs towards the wall uh, on the other side staying up on this upper platform running past the stairs past craigs and ends up standing right up against kind of the the cave wall looking around just hoping to stay where he can avoid any attacks on him hurting anyone else uh, that takes us now to Davin's turn. All right, I'm still midway up the stairs, so I'm going to head back up the stairs and stand next to Kriggs. Okay. Be like, why does everything always disappear on us? And then I'm going to um, kind of do a motion with my hands, and you see like my eyes glow white, and then I pull out a guiding bolt, and I'm going to hold it. And I'm okay. going to hold my action until I see him reappear, in which case I will throw it. Sounds good. Is that your whole turn? Got it. All right. So that's he's holding guiding bolt, standing next there next to Craig's. You notice that the oh at third level by the way got it. You notice that the the fog around Craig's everything it's it's been closing in up there on him as well, and uh, you kind of step near a bunch a big patch of this heavy fog as you approach Craig's. Uh, spell slots is next. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have spell slots uh, token, but I I would have him uh, start moving its way down uh the stairs um by itself okay. and try to try to hide okay got it the slots is running and hiding deal all right then Gwendolyn, we're at your turn now okay i'm gonna try something weird um before the creature left and he snuffed out my best friends yeah um she had a little tear go down her face because she <laughs> was very upset bad um but she's gonna try to do I want to try to give you a scenario. I want okay. to try to do the it. cantrip Druidcraft. Okay. And within 30 feet of me, I am going to try to talk to my god or my nature fellows. See if I can try to connect in a way where when I pick up a pebble from the ground, it starts to become an orb. And I want to try to clear their surrounding. For okay. So you want to clear our surrounding your surroundings, meaning... Yeah. Because one of the effects in the spell is as a golden orb for clearing skies, for clear skies. Okay. I think I know what you mean. All right. Um, so you bring out that... Is that doable? <laughs> you bring out that orb and you begin to wish and kind of hope and, and pray that this will have some effect because you're just at a loss of what to do. You lift it up. And it starts to glow, and as it does, it pulses and begins to flicker. And as it pulses bright, and for just a half a second, it looks like it's going to be bright. And then suddenly it's like it's snuffed out, and it turns this gray like all of these gemstones that are surrounding you in this cave. And so this orb is there, but it's, this, it's now this gray, non-light-emitting just okay. object. Does this thing float? Is that the idea? It like, can float yeah. up? Yeah. So it's just floating there my next other, to you. My other question is, now that the doorway is kind of freed, uh -huh. 
do I still have the mentality of one? No, it seems like when you took damage, you, that cleared I, your head. You didn't think about that anymore. Okay. Joxer as well. No, no, no. Davin. Davin mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> Joxer was already prone not door. <laughs> Correct. He was He was never door. <laughs> so, no wall. No door. <laughs> no door. All right. That is uh, going to be all I do. All right. That takes us... Oh, I was going to say your fire snakes. Sorry to bring up a sore subject. Kriggs. Oh. Wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sorry, they were still on the list. I forgot to take them off the list. Yeah, uh-huh. Kriggs. So I can't see this creature anymore. Um, How close am I to Joxer currently? You are a measurement of feet away from him. 40 feet. Ugh. Uh, I'm going to take a couple steps towards... Joxer. Here's a question. Sure. Do I get technically, since I get multiple actions, can I do bonus actions? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't double your bonus actions, does it? No, you still get your regular bonus Just, action. Yeah. No more. Okay. So I'm going to take a couple steps towards Joxer, okay. roughly 10 feet, and I'm going to ca- use my bonus action to heal him with my aura that I have. He'll be in my range man. at that point. Okay. Uh, and that's 10. I got another 10 hit points for you, sir. I'll take it. Nice. Cool. All right. Then at that moment, or are you going to do anything else? Do you have more things? Um, I'm going to use the rest of my... Here's my, here's my question. I don't think I can do it. Is there a way that I can make it all the way back to Gwendolyn and still have the ability to do an action? Uh, let's see. You moved 10 feet, so you have 40 left because of, of your haste. Yeah. So, no, I guess not. Do you still have the two actions? Or is the I have thing only used a bonus action, so I have two actions. So you can use one to dash and one to do your Correct. Thing. You, can ba- you can dash, but then, yeah, and then you'll have a regular action left. So you can get to her and then have a regular action. So I'm going to dash lightning and speed. then get over to her. Okay. And I am going to, what's your HP looking like? She looks bloodied, but not almost dying. I forget like how much he's actually missing though. She's about halfway. Uh, well then I guess I'm going to dump 20 hit points with my lay on hands. Uh, Into Gwendolyn. To Gwen. All right. It's my birthday. Apparently. Awesome. And you Thanks still have 30 feet of movement if you have any reason to use it. Correct. Oh, then I'll go back to where I was on the other side of Davin <laughs> if I can make it there. If not, just in between you, Davin and Gwen. Yeah. That's you're almost, you you're almost there. Almost there. Just All right. healing. Just healing everybody. Is that, well, is that your nice spread out now. entire that's turn? It. That's my turn. All right. So now. Uh, sudden, this uh, mist begins to kind of come in around you all again it seems like it starts to move down and towards you and it begins to kind of encircle you and you feel like you're kind of it's kind of around your feet around your around your waist as the fog thickens around you all and uh, I need everyone uh, oh actually no it's attack rolls so let's do um, four attack rolls, one on each of you. Um, and Kriggs, just remember you have an extra two AC. Right. So the one against Joxer on the left is 24. The next person across is Davin. Can he attack the hand instead of... Doesn't seem to care about the hand. Uh, that is a 12 to hit Davin. That doesn't hit. Remember, got your two AC from my shoe. We're trying to hit Kriggs now. That is a... Ooh, not good. An 11 to hit Kriggs. Not dog. What about Gwyn? A 25, 19 plus 6. I have a 30 AC, so like... <laughs> oh, what's your AC, Joxer? With haste? Uh, 22. All right, so 24 does hit you then. So sure does. This is a strength drain, so you lose... <laughs> well, first you take 2d8... Two plus four necrotic damage. This could be really bad for Gwen. (laughs) 
So kill me, kill me now. The two D eight for most of. Oh us. my gosh! So Joxer, you wow. take 12, 16 necrotic wow. damage. I rolled max on that. No, that's those are D six, D eights, not D sixes. Still, so uh, you got uh, sixteen necrotic damage, and then your strength is reduced by one D four. Your str- your bit your overall strength score is reduced by three. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is that for both of us? And then no, I have to roll separate for each of you. So, <laughs> Ash, you're a seven plus four. So 11 damage, and the d4 for your strength drain, I rolled a three as well. So you both lose three. That's not your... your. Yeah, that's straight score. That's your straight score, that's the straight. high number, not the bonus. Yeah, or not the, yeah. the, the whatever. You said minus four or three? Minus three to that, correct. 13 so to 10. My... Cool, negative four. <laughs> no, no, no so. the, the, the big... Oh, oh. The big number. Yeah, it was six. That's <laughs> three. You had a you had a six. I had, yeah, I have a negative two for strength already. Okay, so you lost three, yeah. so you're at a three. <laughs> gotcha. So you're yes. a negative four modifier. Got it. Yep. Yikesies. Uh, sorry, All Gwen. Right. Yep, you yep, and yep, I are yep. about to go. So just don't it's try to punch fine. any. Just don't try to punch anything. Uh, ah! All right. That takes us now to. Our big friend's turn. Um, hang on, let me. Here we go. Takes us to his turn. Suddenly, he reappears. Can I shoot him with my guiding bolt? You can immediately. Excellent. As he that appears is- right next to Gwendolyn. What? 66. Okay, I think this is a little unfair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to kill First, him right now. the snakes. <laughs> this. I'm sorry, the snakes... We're not uh, my fault. It is 21 radiant yes, damage. They were. <laughs> oh, I guess I have to hit him first, huh? Yeah, you got to make it attack. Snakes were your fault. <laughs> uh, it's 18 to hit. 18 does hit. Okay, so it's 21 radiant damage. And 21 damage. Ouchie. Okay, so the beam that beam hits him, and it, that bolt, and it just illuminates, and you see this big illuminate, like it's almost like it splatters on him, and. The spot that got splattered is shining with the light now, and you see it burning up his face as it seemed to have hurt his face. He looks over at you, David, and points his finger, and then he looks back down at Gwendolyn, and he strikes at her three times with his uh, talons attack. Tenebrous talons. What's your armor class, Ash? 30. No, for real. <laughs> What's your... <laughs> I am being for real. Uh, 14. No. If okay. we wind up playing a different kind of game, it's 14. Okay, she rolled, he rolled a 25. Ah! <laughs> and then he That's rolled a, a 25. Cool. Mm. Those, uh, those stats are roll another looking... 25. And then a 31. <laughs> Jeez. See, so... now that one hits. <laughs> that one hits. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that is 2d6 plus 7... Slashing damage. Times Each time? three? Each time. Oh, boy, Ash. I was once alive. Then <laughs> I was gone. Uh, that comes to 12 damage with the first hit, followed by, wow, 12 again with the second hit, and then 11. 12, 12, 11. And then necrotic damage. Uh, the necrotic damage is D8 plus what? No, just straight D8. So one... Eight and a three. So 12 total necrotic damage on that attack. So with three solid hits, he hits you and... You said 12 you, for necrotic? Yeah, total. Are you da- Are you da- dead? No, I'm at eight. Yep, okay. So he's going to now roll his d20. And yeah, he goes again. So as he hits you, he shows up, hit, gets hit by that beam of light. And then he strikes down three times at you, one uh, twice with one hand and one time with another hand. And then he s- takes a step back, puts his hands out like, ah, and then whoop, slips back into shadow as he seems to just be just sucked into the shadow again and is now. Does it sound like, seem like gone. he's doing it on purpose or is it like he has no control over it? 
Uh, it seems to you like every time it happens, it's like he's trying to stay and do more, but he gets pulled away. Uh-huh. Um, all right. One more round. Joxer. Um, things don't look good. Like, this uh, This isn't feeling great to me. Um, sure. D- so in this, in this room, I, yep. I see a door. Doorway, and, yeah. Uh, that is covered in radiant light right now. And with that radiant light, do I see anything else in this corridor that even remotely seems helpful? Do you want to use an action to make a perception check and look clo- like try to really see something? I can use one of my actions to do that, yes. Great. Go for it. Make a perception check. It's gone. Someone stole it. Uh, and I'll use a luck point. That fell. All right, so that is 17. That's a 17. Do I see anything of importance? Yeah, you see that where that light hits, where it's hitting, there's just a couple of those, like, stalagmite-looking gemstones within the radius of that light, that radiance. And as that radiant shines on them, they begin to glow back that colorful glow that they feel like they should have. And you can barely make out because of the brightness and just because of the, the faintness of the, the glowing of the gem itself. It doesn't seem like this is enough power to really just make it shine bright, but you definitely see as the, the kind of cracks and crevices that go up behind this gemstone as it's embedded right up against the wall, the cliff wall, they are barely glowing, illuminated the same color as this gemstone as they reach and it kind of reaches up the 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 crevices kind of reach up into this doorway to where these gems are inside this doorway almost as if it's it's the light is flowing into it from there so do do i get a feeling that we need we if we sent more light into the doorway it would have an effect is that what i'm understanding or what i'm thinking uh it you you it's a definitely an idea you could be having yeah i think joxer would have that idea when he sees that and 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 the things around the door cuz this is a 30 foot bubble of radiant light um it, it's it's not having any effect other than just making it look like it just needs more light to me right now yes correct currently yes it's affecting the gemstone it looks like the gemstones what's affecting the door not the light itself so the light on the gemstones is what is giving some effect to the door. Yes. Um, then I will use some of my movement, which I... What do we got? 75. Put this back. Since now we know nothing matters for where I'm at. Um, so 70 movement, and I will, I guess, just cast light on on my my blade and point it to the door okay it's an, or actually you know what I will uh, instead of doing that I will just grab like a rock and cast light on it and throw it at the door so that way it gets closer because I don't want to enter the radiant ball okay so as you throw the rock in you kind of lose it in the radiant brightness of that that ball of light there um, you hear it clack clack and tick against the the door um, and you, but you don't you don't seem it doesn't seem that that small that small item that thing had much of an effect other than just the sound of it clacking up against the doorway so i i guess i can't see the door like it's not brighter than the radiant it's, light so it's yeah the, that radiant light's so bright right now there that it it kind of turns that door into just a big glare of light you know like so bright you can't really make out details or see it kind of thing you can see the cliff wall and stuff cuz it's dark but that 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 doorway, the, the the gemstone doorway, is reflecting all this light back out, and that's making it hard to like look at directly and really make out what any you know details of it. Okay, because of then, the brightness uh, of it. Uh, then I will use action, action. Um, I can't remember if my my extra action could be an ability because um at this point. Uh, no, I, I doubt. I doubt it would be. Um, then, okay. uh, it, if I could just go into a defensive stance, okay, sure. Um, then that that is what I'm gonna do, I guess. All right, Davin, that goes to your turn. 
Alright, seeing Gwen in peril over there, I'm going to dash so I can get all the way to her. Okay. She's 50 feet away from me, so I'll push by Kriggs. Um, oh, I beg your pardon. rush over. And when I get to her, I'm going to use Quicken Spell, so that's two sorcery points. Okay. So that I can then cast a fifth level Cure Wounds on her. Woof. So awesome. 5D. Yikes, that's good. <laughs> oh, get it. Take that. Ooh. Uh, 28 points you're going to get back. So you are still alive. All right. Uh, but I use my action to get there and my bonus action to heal her. And that's all I can do. Okay. It takes us to spell slots. Still just hiding? Yeah, he's uh, he's hiding. He's moving closer to the group, but he's he's moved kind of like down the wall a bit. Okay. So he's uh, moved an extra like 15 and that's about. Sounds good. I got All right, a then. red like squiggle representing spell slots. All right, Gwendolyn, it's your turn. No, I don't say that. I, I did spell though. slots goes before me. Well, did he just go? did. He's just hiding. A good spell plan slots. in my mind. Oh! Yeah. Let me ask you this. Ash has all the books out. I like it. Yes. <laughs> She's got I've big been plans reading. here. Big plans. So with my all-purpose tool, can I can can I create something? Like it's all creativity. What do you mean create? <laughs> you can't make something out of nothing. Why not? I mean, it's, if it's an all-purpose tool, couldn't it become what I want? It's a tool, meaning any tool in the game, like locks like lock picks and you know uh herbalism tools and tools for um you know jewelry making things like that but it says that i can be creative <laughs> i would argue that anything can be a tool if you need it bad enough uh, yeah even I, i've been a tool before what well like alchemist <laughs> tools brewers tools calligrapher tools carpenters cartographers cobblers cooks okay, well, let me Glass blowers, jewelers, like there's tools Michael, in the game. You can this, use it for however you want. But those things. No, <laughs> That's all. That's all it is. What do you want to Asher's do? Asher's gone off mic as she's going back into her books. Yeah. Reading deeply. I'll tell you what. Do you want to just live this on a cliffhanger? What is Ash going to do next? Oh, well. <laughs> and technically speaking, we can. We can. Is there... how? What would you say this mist is made out of? Ash it parts. seems... It <laughs> it seems to be made out of some sort of necro like necromantic cold energy. Also, chocolate milk. Okay. Seeing it how it drains your strength and and harms you in in that way. So what? So then, my next question is: I was about to say what's the opposite of death, but it would be. But what's the opposite of necrotic <laughs> damage? Is radiant necrotic. damage? Yeah. Radiant damage. damage. Surprising, this dude doesn't seem to be... Yeah, he seems not nearly as affected by the exhaustion or, you know, radiant yeah, damage. No pushover. I tried to look him up, but there is no Kugler in the... Oh, man, <laughs> I really... I was, I've was. i been I've been wanting to Google the Kugler, but... You wanted to Goog the Kug? Goog the Kug. <laughs> All right. With Gwendolyn unsure what she's going to do, looking to and fro at the damage that's happening and the dangers around and the dangers that keep appearing and disappearing. Jocks are standing, trying to investigate, figure out what is going on with this door and what can be maybe the solution to this that doesn't require them all coming near to death or beyond in order to get out of here. Craig's trying to just, Craig's and Davin just trying to keep people alive and keep this thing moving. We're going to wrap it up right here. And on the next episode, we'll find out what Gwendolyn does next. And we'll find out what's going on with this door and if the Hired Swords can survive this shadow giant and the fog that is finally turned violent against them. We'll see you next time. Spoilers, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not feeling it. I, I, do you remember the last time Joxer was uh, given a puzzle? I do. It broke it. You know... Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episodic installment of The Hired Swords. We're very nearing the end of season two, and it's taken us a very long time to get here. Uh, with that, I super appreciate you hanging on there with us. 
uh, we'll get there. Season 3 has already been recorded, or at least a portion of it, and uh, I can't wait to see you there in the wilds. <laughs>